You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You push play and they'll push the limits. Boy D'Angelo here. Hello. We're back with another episode of the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast. I, I was waiting for time to do that, but I guess oh, that's right. He's not nah. here yet again. Yeah. Start off the year, typical time fashion. Never here. Unbelievable. And you know you what? You know something funny about all this? So I've kept track over the last year how many times he hasn't been here. You wanna know how many times he hasn't been here? How many times has he been here? It's over twelve times he hasn't been here. Really? He has missed the oh, podcast. It is unbelievable. And guess what? He's 0-4-0. I think it is time for a uh, pay cut for Ooh. him. Oh. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so, yeah. Oh, oh, before you go, before you go, what tornado hit your area over there it looks like you have a is that a safe you're trying to climb into behind you well, well you first of all no that's a wire sitting behind a, you it, on the ground <laughs> it's a table and i am so glad that you asked me that gary see what you see behind me what you see what you see behind me is you see uh toby mcguire you see just a bunch of stuff just scattered amongst the the room you don't want me to tell you what i see I see a devoted father that held true to a promise that he made his daughter on making sure that she was going to be in her room before the new year. Now, granted, I, daddy needed a little help. We're we going to say that daddy needed a little help because I told her at the beginning of the year, some reason, somehow, I said, hey, we're going to make sure that we get you in your room before the year over with. Just me talking. Just me talking. So the other day, I'm sitting around Gary, and she walked by, and she goes, ooh, Daddy, you got a couple of days. A couple of days? What you mean I got a couple of days? What you mean I got a couple of days? And she goes, you don't remember what you said? You said, and she never forgets, Gary. Never. Always want to remind me. She goes, you said before the year was over that you was going to move me into my room. You said that when this year started. And I go, oh, snap. Victory, Gary. This is what you see behind me. This is a devoted father that said, held his promise. Held his promise. That she was going to be in her room before the year is over with. So what you see back there, Gary, what you see back there is a father's hard work, sweat and tears, and busting his ass to make sure that she got in that room. So how many times ended. have you or the kids tripped in that room? Because <laughs> it is a danger zone over there. I feel like the danger zone, danger zone song should be playing to me walking there. It, it is, Gary. I, I, am, I was down to the minutes before that damn clock strike struck 12 o'clock for it to be the new year. Before she got into that room, bro. And I was so proud of myself because I had to find somewhere to put it, Gary. Somewhere to put it because I and, knew I I knew and, I had to get her in there. And let me guess. She just says, Thank you, Dad. All right, good night. That's exactly <laughs> what she says. Thank you, Daddy. Because I, it, it it all it, it all came down to me, me procrastinating, Gary, because I could have did it in January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November. But I wanted to wait until December to get it done because uh, in fact Gary I completely forgot and I think she knew I forgot and was playing me and waiting on the final minutes for us, for us to even make it happen but it's okay though we got in there this is my triumphant victory so now I gotta slowly figure out places to put the stuff that I just took out of a place and that's another thing too Gary I don't wish moving on anybody because you find out just how much stuff that you don't need one and how much stuff that you need to get get rid of and, and give away and, and and i just don't understand gary how we we collect the things that we collect well we understand why you collect the things that you collect because you're a serial hoarder but i'm talking about for those that that just i mean what why do we collect so much stuff gary why 
It's the point. I don't, I don't think a lot of it is you know that you have that much stuff until you move. I think that's the problem. A lot of people don't know how much stuff they have until they have to move some different location or clean a room or something happens. You don't really know how much stuff you have. Gear, I'm I'm gonna tell you something, man. Imagine, I, imagine if you had to move your whole house. Imagine how much stuff you would have. You'd be like, I didn't even know I had this. I don't understand how how you could do that. Like I I and shout out, much respect to all those families out there that uh, that are able to move at a moment's notice and be okay with it and like get acclimated to your conditions on where you are. Like I I just couldn't do that, Gary. Where you could. I, I I just I'm just at that point in my life where I just it's a lot of traveling. It's a lot of moving. I like I'll go into a room right now and it'll be so much stuff in there. I'm just like ah why? Like how did I get to this point? When when how did we get here? Because you feel like it's a slow process, but it's not a slow process. Very similar to this room right here uh, with all the stuff. I'm like dude, there's no point in me. Like why do I have tabletop cornhole boards? What why? What's the point? What's the purpose? But at some point, I was kicking some little kid's ass on tabletop cornhole, and I I, 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 I don't know, Gary. We just collect things that we don't need to collect. Very similar to your Pokemon obsession right now. <laughs> I grew up a Pokemon fan, as you, same as Yu-Gi-Oh, so that's where it came, and I just wanted to get back into it. It's more just the collecting. Your kids might not like it, but... There you go. But but that that back there, what you see is a triumph of victory by yours truly, uh, D'Angelo. But thank you for asking, though. I mean, I know perspective is everything. <laughs> what about you, Gary? What, what, what did you do? What did you do before the new year came in? Like, how did you celebrate the old year? Like, do you do anything special to cap no, off your It's end? literally just another day. Like, you're going from one year to another. You're just another year older. Like, it's just another day. Why, why do you... Hold up, Gear. Hold up. Hold up. Why, why do you feel like that, bro? I, I hate that you feel like that. And the reason why I hate that you feel like that, Gear, is because every day, man, uh, you, we wake up and we open our eyes, man. It's another glorious, beautiful day on this earth. Correct. Right? So... Like, are you treating every one of your days just as special as the day before? Oh, exactly. Kind of like, like, just... like New Year's. New Year's is about a new year starting. People making fake resolutions that they don't actually follow through. Most don't. Ninety, I would say probably eighty percent don't follow through. Uh, and then going out and partying and getting drunk for the new year. I don't party. I don't drink. That means nothing for me. I don't make a New Year's resolution because I know I'm probably not going to stick with it. Like I'm in that eighty percent, so I just enjoy my time with my family and it's and live each day. Like that's the thing is you have to live each day like it's your last because you never know. So like treating hey New Year's is something special. It's just another it's another day. It just starts the new year. It's not to me. It's not. I'm not going out going to party for like that. That doesn't do anything for me. I understand a lot of people enjoy that kind. of I'm all good with just chilling at home, hanging with my family. Okay, so I, I okay. I think I was, it's more. Of, I think New Year's is more of an excuse for a big party day. Wow, gear. Okay, how? Where? Where does it? Where's? Where is New Year's celebrated? Where, where do they show with all the TV stuff? Giant party in the middle of a street in New York, like that's literally the whole what they're trying to show everybody. This is what New Year's is because it's a giant party, right? They don't. They're not showing. They're not. Cel- they're not showing you celebrate New Year's with your family in front of a, in front of TV or whatever like that. They don't show you that. They show you a giant party, all that kind of stuff, because that's what they're promoting with the New Year's. And I, I just, I'm not a party guy like that. I don't drink. Like that means nothing for me. But hey, you can have fun with your family. You can still go out, do all that. It's whatever you desire, you want to do. But. It's just, it's another day. It's just a reason for people to go stay up later and people get off days. So, so hold on, let me make sure I get this straight here. So you're, you're telling me like, I I understand the older you get, the more in life you transition to a more 
secluded or solitude. It, it may not be going out to party because you've not always felt like this. Oh, I never know. Sure no, like I've never 20, drank. No, no, I've you know, never I'm talking drank. about in terms of going out, partying, and doing that around I, I the first. Probably on the first, I can probably honestly say I've probably been out on the first maybe three times in my life. Are you serious? There's no way, Gary. There's no way. There's no yeah. way. When I when we were playing football, you couldn't go out. You literally had practice the next morning. You had to be up early. You ain't going out. You don't have time for it. If it and you might have a game that day. Who knows? Uh, and then if the seat before, because we're older, sometimes our season was ended already by then. So we might be on our way home. I'm not going out then. I'm home. I'm tired. I'm with my family now. In college. Yeah, you might go out, but like also you get to go home during that time, so you're not going to be at college. That was your off time because if if you weren't in the the big bowl game, you're already at home. Like so, I got to go home. I'd be at home with my family and celebrate New Year. I'm not going out when I'm home. I'm hanging out with my family because I'm not home enough. So like that's the thing is like I haven't had a ton of time and I retired yet, but I'm not. Again, I don't drink, and I know that's a big thing for everybody. I've done it before. I have gone out probably three times in my life. For New Year's, honestly. I, I, I just want to know, Gary, since we are talking about New Year's, the obsession with the New Year. Like, is the, is the holiday New Year's Eve or is the holiday New Year's? New Year's Eve is the holidays because it's the night. Technically, it's both because once it hits 12 o'clock, now it's New Year's. But I don't I, think I, New Year's I, Day is the holiday. I think it's the night of New Year's Eve. I, I, I just don't understand why it's a holiday. Like, somebody please explain to me how it's a holiday because it's the start of a new year. It doesn't make sense at all. I, that, that's the only reason why I'd like, I, I, let me make sure we, let me make sure I get this right, Gary. So this is your idea of celebrating a new year, new chapter, new you, and you want it to be always positive. Let's just say you're just a positive person. You want positive vibes and you're shooting for that that positive outlook. So what do you do? You go out and you get shit faced it on December thirty first to bring in January first. Now you got a headache. Now you get you 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 hung over. Like if that's how you bring it in your new year, and that's supposed to be a strong indication of how your year's supposed to go, and it's shitty the entire year, then that's what your problem is. Your problem is is you bringing it in wrong. You shouldn't bring it in like that. Try something different. Try something different. That's all I'm saying, Gary. And even if you try something different, like Gary, for instance, where you only go out three times your entire lifetime and he's 34 and three-fourths and three-eighths. Uh, <laughs> and he's only gone out three times for January 1st. And I, I've gone out more than that. I, I went out of college. Uh, in fact, I'm going to say that I've gone out in like high school around that area and a few times in the pros, uh, Gary, uh, made playoffs, uh, never made playoffs or didn't make playoffs. It was just kind of like a thing that we did. But as far as going now, like I, I wouldn't dare do that. It is no go, go out with all those people and like loud music, like loud noises right now drive me crazy. Gary. What? Uh, <laughs> drives me absolute crazy so you mean to tell me you want me to pay on purpose to go to a place that's super loud and not only while I'm there this is what I really love about going out somebody's going to want to hold a conversation with me where I'm going to have to scream the entire time to have a conversation with them in the club and then I'm going to be all hoarse and people going to be like oh you getting sick I'm not getting sick Somebody wanted to have a conversation with me last night at the club and the decibels in that thing was uh, you can't hear me and I can't hear them. So we screamed over the music all night. You can literally count on that anytime you go out. You're going to lose your voice the next day. It's ridiculous. It's, it's crazy. So like it was the point of even going out, either turn the damn music down or don't talk to people. <laughs> Treat it like movie theaters. Treat it like the movie theaters. You go in there, hey, it's the club, you you vibing, the music loud, you sign language. We all know what it means. So so question for you. Could you do a uh not a silent it's called I don't think it's called a silent party, 
but it's one where you have headphones on and you have your own music playing. Everybody has their own. There's no talking. You just have whatever music you want in your headphones playing. No, no, I don't. I don't. I'm gonna tell you right now, Gary. I, 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 I don't. I think what you're trying to explain to me is, is everybody have on headphones and they're all listening. To the same music because Correct. there's no way there's no, no way that each to per- oh, that's what I'm saying that's what I'm saying it'll just throw it it'll, it'll be all yeah. It'll, yeah it'll be bad I can I can see that I I can see that Gary like people vibing and then if they want to talk they could just merely take the headphones off we had a conversation that we want to have and then if you don't want to talk to me you don't even have to take your headphones off that's that's how we know whether or not you want to talk is if you want to take your headphones off so you're not even embarrassing people in the club now gary because everybody else vibe and they can't hear nothing you tap somebody on the shoulder and they just act like they don't even hear you you're just like all right well i guess they don't want to talk to me no harm no foul nobody feel played you keep moving but in the club when there's no headphones on like you you could get embarrassed. You see what I'm saying? But now, do you think you would catch people? Ooh, I wonder what they're talking about and move their <laughs> ear to listen to the conversation. Because I can see that. You know, there's plenty of people out there. They're eavesdroppers. They want to know what's going on around them. But you're not yelling though, Gary. And not only are you not yelling, I feel like you can have parties like that in any setting at ever. Like as long as you got headphones and you have enough headphones. The only problem is, is like you're gonna have to have a max requirement. You got to make sure you got to deal with the technical difficulties that come with technology. So there's other things that you got to worry about that you might not have to worry about if you didn't have headphones at all. So I'm get... soon to D'Angelo's a silent party. <laughs> yes, I like it, dude. <laughs> all right, let's see, let's get into what we got this week. Uh, I actually had something I wanted to ask you about. It deals with football, but it's not really um, football-related. Well, I guess we could talk about two things with the same team. Um, did you see the Commanders' new mascot? Uh, I did. I did. I would love to know your thoughts on that, as well as Carson Wentz on the Commanders. <laughs> of them going back to Carson Wentz, knowing they need to win the games, and... He has an amazing three-interception game, no touchdowns, plays terrible, and they lose the game. Uh, so I would like to hear both of those topics. So so, so before we talk about that, Gary, uh, and I'm going to let you repeat that, I, I owe you an apology. Okay, since we're talking about football, I owe you an apology. Because some episodes back, I gave you a really hard time about Aaron Rodgers. I gave you a really hard time about Aaron Rodgers. I wasn't going to bring it up. Look, 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 I'm apologizing to you. I'm from man to man. I want to apologize to you, man, because I told you, I said, the only way that I will respect Aaron Rodgers is if he take a team like that he's on right now, because I've seen Tom Brady do it so many times. Take players that that's no name and make a name for themselves. And he go out and he go win football games. Well, at the time I was talking my trash and Rodgers was playing just like I was talking like trash. Now this Aaron Ro- this this Aaron Rodgers like this one, this December January Aaron Rodgers, like that wasn't who I was talking about. <laughs> but I just wanted to let you know. So, I want to go publicly so to let you know that I apologize. There. They're not still in though. They're yeah. not in yet. Do they They're win next week? Do they beat Detroit in the playoffs? I I, I don't, you don't know. have to give an explanation. It's just a yes or no. So so this is why this is this is why it's going to be tough matchup wise because Detroit is pretty good against the pass they're god awful against the run Green Bay doesn't run the ball their strength is in their passing game so which actually plays in the Detroit's favor so it's all going to come down to Detroit's offense versus Green Bay's defense that's what I, I think I think come Green Bay to. wins is in the playoffs um uh, since we're since we're issuing apologies, this one isn't to you. Mine is to uh, the Carolina fan base. Uh, I said that they were going to get smashed in their last game. Um, I don't even know who it was against before uh, Tampa. Was it Pittsburgh? No, who was it? Uh, they they actually won that game, Gary. Yeah, who was it? That's what I'm saying. Uh, I, I wanted to apologize because I said they were going to get smashed, and they went out and ran for 320 yards and just dominated the Detroit. game. It was Detroit. Detroit, yes. Detroit. 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 They dominated yeah. the game. Uh, I need to apologize for that. 
But I'm still sticking to my guns that Wilkes will not beat the head coach next year. I saw a report that it's likely he is not going to be the head coach next year. So I think that was correct reporting by me. But I apologize for saying that they were going to get beat by Detroit. They came, they made me eat those words. But I still stand by Tampa is going to win the division, and they won the division. I don't count Tom Brady out. It's hard. I've I've learned my lesson over the years to bet against Brady. Yeah, Gary, just real quick, man, because we we saw a few uh, blow ups the Steelers game. We saw a few blow up. We see you see blow ups on the sidelines all the time. So do we need to buy? Do we need to pay much attention? And and I'm asking you from a fan. I mean, I know obviously the answer to it, but I want you to give it to me from a fan's perspective. Do we need to pay much to the sideline when players get into it with each other? Because here lately, there's been a lot of conversation going on with players fighting on the sideline. I.e., Cam Hayward, the Ravens game uh, against uh, with uh, with Mika uh, Fitzpatrick. With Mika, yeah, they they made a big deal out of it. Uh, they've they've made this deal about Diggs on the sideline when he blow up at certain players, and it's it's it goes on more often than we think. But they catch it rarely. Should we make so pay much attention to it? Or is it just as got, a fan? Got, as a fan, now this is as a fan, not as a player. As a player, never you should never pay worry about it. But as a fan, I think you're only going to worry about it is if they lose. You saw Pittsburgh pulled out the victory and they won. Nobody's going to talk about the blow up that Hayward and Minka had. Hayward had a, a, a great game and Minka had an interception to seal it. So uh, I think you're going to see both those. Hey, it was it was fighting spirit. It helped them push each other, and it helped them get the win. That's how it'll be spun. Now, if you lose, they're going to oh, there's griping. That's why they lost the game because they couldn't get on the same page. Blah 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 blah. They just twist it and turn it because it's the same way. Like the fans will just twist it to whatever they think it needs to be. It'll be a positive if they win. If they lose, they'll turn it into a negative. So I do think they read into it, but it all depends on the outcome of the game. But should they? Never. Never at all. Never, never at all. But now so, back to my questions. I want you to answer those too. Okay, so 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 hold on, hold on. Before we get to your question, I, and I'm gonna let you ask me those two questions again, but I gotta get to this because there's certain things that we didn't get a chance to get to last week that I wanna get to this week that we may not have time to get to, but I know we can if I go ahead and talk about them. And that is the college football system, as we talk about right now. Let's go back to, obviously, TCU. Yeah, okay. TCU. In Michigan. TCU in Michigan. Obviously, a lot of people said that TCU shouldn't have been there. I 1,000% was one of those, and I thought Michigan was going to blow them out. Right. I was wrong. Obviously, you were wrong. We we get it, TCU. Do I think Bama beats TCU or Michigan? Yes. Absolutely. Uh, Bama beat the brakes off K-State. Uh but obviously, we 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 knew that that was going to happen. Uh, you're going to see what question I'm getting to here in a few minutes. Ohio State plays number one Georgia. Ohio State's number what? Four. Two? Four. Four. Ohio State's number four. Comes down to a missed field goal there toward the end of the game, uh, which should have been a uh, uh, just a nice little kick. I'm, my question to you, Gary, is this. Was it the coach's fault on that missed field goal? Because as a coach, why would you run right or left than just centering the ball in the field and then kicking the field goal? That's what you know you're going to do. So what they end up doing, Gary, is running it to the left side of the field. They put it on the left hash mark, and then him having to kick it. You, out of all people, and myself know that what you want to do is you want to line that ball up and give your kicker the best opportunity to kick that thing straight down the field goal post. I'm not saying that this player, this kicker, lost this game. I'm telling you that the coaches lost this game because they didn't put their players in the best position to win. So I'm putting this loss on Ohio State head coaches. So this team lost. Again, one player doesn't lose the game. They gave up 40-something points. Couldn't score more. Um, but it depends. I think it depends on the team. Like, if you have a All-American kicker that you completely trust, you ask them, just like they do in the NFL, which hash do you want to be on to kick this game-winning field goal? They ask Justin Tucker every game, where do you want the ball to kick a game-winning field goal? They'll put it there. 
for you. So if they trust their kicker enough, maybe they asked him which, uh, which hash mark he wants to be on. Maybe he wanted to be on the left. We don't know. But if they don't trust him, then 100% that ball should be in the middle of the field for a kicker. It, I don't think it has anything to do with trust, Gary. Why wouldn't you put them in the best position to win the fucking football game? Because some, you because know some what kickers, I know. Well, some kickers like the ball on the left hash or right hash, but depending on how they kick. So you're telling me that this kid asked for the ball on the left hash? No, I'm saying that could have been. So like, I would say Justin Tucker. If you've noticed, Justin Tucker, on some of his longer field goals, he likes it on the right hash. So that way, if he hooks it a little bit, because he knows he has to put more umph in it, it goes to the left a little. So if it's on the right hash he can play a little bit with the left versus the middle. Uh, he can pull to the left more. So, cause he knows he has to put more leg into it. So I know I've seen that a little bit with him cause he wants to kick, pull more onto it. So it, it has a chance of pulling it when you had to put more distance into it. That's where you see the hook. A lot of times when players had to put more distance in the ball, you see more of a hook because they're trying to put more power than they're used to. So, so you're telling me right now that, if this as a as a kicker, if I say, "Hey, put the ball on the left hash or the right hash, or in the middle," and I miss that kick, it's my fault. Not to win the not to win the game, but it is your fault. You missed that extra point. Okay. Or oh, that field goal. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say you lost I the respect, game. Yeah. I respect it. Okay. I I just wanted to talk college football real quick because TCU wasn't supposed to be there. Who wins? Who wins? TCU or Georgia? So. <sighs> Here's 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 what my issue is. TCU running back got hurt, uh, and that running back was nice. But the running back that filled in for him did a pretty good job in his absence. Now, when we talk about Georgia and you talk about the SEC, man, we're talking about the Speed Easy Conference. We're talking about a conference that they'll match up with you well from a speed perspective, and it's just going to all boils down to those trenches. Here's where it gets very, very interesting. It's going to be the great state of Georgia versus the great state of Texas. And what it's going to turn out to be one of uh, basically Texas all-star crew versus the Georgia all-star crew. So we'll see who wins, Gary. I, I'm excited for it because um, I was telling somebody. It's a great that, way of not answering the question. I, I'm answered. I, I, I was telling somebody the other day, TCU is one of those teams like they're not like UCF or they're not like South Florida where they're good for like two or three years and then they're back being what they are. Like this team stayed TCU. You feel what I'm saying, Gary? Like we used to play them and they wasn't ever ranked to like, damn, they blew up and they stayed there and they've continued to stay in that spotlight. I, we need to get that longevity at Memphis and I'm probably sure that y'all love it in Louisville. But my the answer to that question is I'd love to see TCU win this thing. Because that's the team that they said didn't supposed to be there. TCU, not only if they won this, will give other schools the opportunity to do the same damn thing. The Boise State's back in the days when they were playing in games that were significant. Uh, you know, us getting to the Cotton Bowl. You know, when teams get, like have the pleasure of being good or being special that year, have an opportunity to be rewarded by what? playing in the national championship and getting that opportunity to play in the playoffs to get that chance to play in the national championship. And I think that's what's riding on this TCU thing. Very not similar to what they did to UCF. I thought UCF, when they went undefeated, when they said that they was national champions, should have went on, had a chance to play for it, because that year they were something special. This is TCU getting rewarded. No, I'm going Georgia, led by the 25-year-old Stetson Bennett. Oh. He's 25 years old. Is he really 25? Yeah. Damn, how many years have he played? Wow. Okay. All right. I mean, we here. We here. I mean, it's crazy how we got here. But go ahead. What was your question? Give me the first so one. My two yeah. questions to you were, did you see the commander's mascot? And if so, what did you think? And then can we talk about Carson Wentz and a Game you have to win to have a chance for the playoffs. You go back to Carson Wentz because you think he's going to give you the best chance, and he just plays continually, continuously like Carson Wentz. Terrible, bro. I, I the, the jury's always been out on Carson Wentz for me, and I've always told you what that jury has always been. I didn't. I've never thought he was a good quarterback. I told you that Nick Foles was so good that he got his backup paid in Carson Wentz, 
And that's what it boiled down to because he had a out of his mind, Nick Foles. I'm talking about Nick Foles. He had out of his mind year in terms of playing in the playoffs. They go in and they win the Super Bowl and they come back and now they stuck with, do we pay Carson Wentz and let Nick Foles go? They, he put him in a situation to where they had to pay Carson Wentz. So now Carson Wentz is going on about his life and he's been a Carson Wentz that we all come to know and love, just a quarterback that's just going to be a journeyman in the National Football League and going to play for a whole bunch of teams. And he, he's, 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 he's Ryan Fitzpatrick without the magic. With the exception of him getting paid a lot more money. Absolutely. And that's what it is. So I, I've never been high on Carson Wentz, if you want me to answer that question. So this is not something shocking to me. This is not something but, so that... What, are you surprised they moved on from Taylor Heineke so quick? Obviously, he's not their future, but yeah. But I mean, but you got to understand though, Gary. Like he was never their future. There was an experiment. You got to you got to play. Look, you're trying to play the guy to give you the best opportunity to win, and not I'm they're pretty one sure of the... Heineke's win loss is better than Wentz's in in and Washington. Yeah, I, you, you see, you're talking about wins and losses as we speak of like right now. We're talking about who's playing the best football. Who's gonna give us the best chance to win? I, I it obviously I, wasn't wins. I, I, I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell you what I mean by that. I'm gonna tell you what I mean by that. You could be so bad, you could be so bad that the quarterback that start, you could solidify his position. Very center, similar to Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew is playing so bad right now that Jalen Hurts is gonna win MVP. That's how. That's how. Yes, he. That's how bad. Gardner Minshew is playing. That's why I keep telling you that, like, it, it has nothing to do with necessarily, like, Carson. Carson Wentz has never been a good quarterback, Gary, in my opinion. Sam Donald, the same way. Sam Donald rolled out those three wins. Uh, time came over him, was talking that craziness. I was pretty sure that he had hit his head or did something that he had no business doing and came out with these crazy suggestions and quotes and things of that nature to where we are right now, Sam Donald being back to the person that we thought he was. So with that being said, I'm telling you that that's Carson Wentz. He is not a good quarterback. No, I I, I think Heineke should have been the guy. I don't think they should have moved on from him. Um, But, hey, that's why they're no longer going to be in the playoffs anymore. But now, what about the mascot? (laughs) Gary. It's a mascot, bro. Okay, it is a mascot. Well, the 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 only problem that I have with the mascot, bro, and I I and I I still, why is it a pig? That 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 was why I said like it's the commanders, but your mascot's gonna be a pig. I understand what why their reasoning was because the old days when they had their uh, great the Redskins days when they were really good, they had their name of their. O-line, and I guess, were the Hogs. They were the Hogs. And I, that's a throwback to them, to that generation when they were really good, to that generation. But again, it has no correlation to the Commanders at all. So I don't understand how a, your mascot being a pig is the same as the Commanders. To me, you should add something dealing with like a Commander aspect. But again, that's Washington. They're going to do Washington things. Damn, I, I I'm still trying to <laughs> the porkies the line, like uh, can you can you help me when when did they have a line that was so fierce that they can now get a mascot named that you see what I'm saying? It was when they were really good. I think it was back in the '80s, '70s, maybe. I don't know the exact times. Ah, uh, okay. They did have a time when they were yeah. dominant, but. Yeah, yeah. Well, Gary, that's uh, that's like, that's a good time. I think that's that's it. We yeah. Well, you know, time wasn't here to fill the other pitch, yeah. so we might as well just end without him because, you know, we can never count on him. Yeah, yeah. But that's what we'll do. I'll then. let you get your normal tagline. Okay. Well, we want to thank y'all for joining us for another episode of Cinnamon and Sugar. Guess what, Gary? We out. So I know we don't usually do this. Uh, it's usually not a two-part on a podcast, uh, but 
we felt like we had to come back and talk about what just happened uh, in the game tonight. Uh, we filmed earlier this morning, uh, and then uh, the Bengals and the Bills game, the unfortunate thing happened where there was an injury to a player and they suspended the game. And we sort of just wanted to talk about this because it's unprecedented. This is something that hasn't been seen before. And I sort of want to call out the NFL on this a little bit. Uh, Obviously you got to be praying, hoping everything goes well. We'll find more out hopefully soon. Uh, Everybody's praying for DeMar Hamlin and his family unfortunate aspect um you don't ever want to see happen and i think my biggest problem with everything that happened was the fact that the nfl said you have five minutes to warm up and then we're going to continue playing this game and then you saw the coaches come together and say no we're not doing that so basically stood up to the nfl and said no i know the nfl is going to take credit said that they did that no they did not the players for the first time in the history of the NFL had all the power and put their foot down. And I think that's a tremendous thing that should have been done. It should have been done by the NFL. It should not have been done by the players or the coaching staff. It should not have had to have been done. That's common sense. Something like this has never happened before. Uh, obviously, I know you text me because uh, you saw what Skip Bayless said and he was getting roasted about things, which – Again, nothing is about football. It's about making sure everything's all right with them and all that kind of stuff. And as the NFL side, they're going to be trying to figure out, well, how can we figure this out? Because second to last game of the season, there's no more bye weeks. And we got to figure all this stuff out before that. So they're going to try and hesitate and do everything they can. But how can you come out and tell other teams, hey, sorry, you got to play tomorrow or you got to play the next day? Or you got to play this week. Uh, we don't care. Uh, that's what you got to do. I don't think that could be done. I, I don't know how you're going to go about doing it, but I don't know what they can do. Um, it's unprecedented. D, I want to know your thoughts on this. It is something that uh, I'm interested to hear. Okay. So, Gary, this is it, it is an unprecedented situation uh, that. I mean, we we saw a player getting CPR on the field for the first time ever. Uh, And to the point to where, you know, I'm watching the game. And as I'm watching the game, I go, it it, it never dawned on me because obviously I play football. Gary, you play football. We played, you know, professionally for a number of years. And not once did I ever, like, uh, fear for a player's life. You know what I'm saying? Like, watching that game because you know watching them stumble and 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 fall back and then them giving them cpr for over nine ten minutes uh and i'm just like cpr like why why are they giving them cpr like what do you mean he can't breathe this is a game where breathing is everything you see what i'm saying and 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 watching that transpire um I, i i see that i i see all of that that's happening on that football field uh, and not only am I seeing what's happening on the football field, I want to see what's going on around that particular football field. I applaud the players too, Gary, for standing up for themselves because the NFL is a business and the NFL thought process was, is don't look, let's just give them five minutes to warm up. Let's just fight through this game. Let's do it for him. Let's do it for him. Let's rally behind him. Let's play for him. Let's do it for him. We'll get some donations. We'll give whatever we need to give because we got to get through this game because the logistics of rescheduling this game is going to be a nightmare. Again, I don't agree with what Stephen A. Smith, I mean, uh, uh, Skip Bayless said. I don't, I don't agree with what Skip said. Skip came out and he said what he said because of the timing. Because of the timing, Gary. I don't agree with it because of the timing. However, if you take away the timing and you read the tweet for what it is, he's absolutely right, Gary. He is. He re- as 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 dehumanizing and and how off 
it really is, he's absolutely telling the truth. And you know why he was absolutely telling the truth, Gary? Because they gave the players five minutes to warm up to Correct. get back out on the field. So why is everybody jumping down skip throw? Well, he he not the one that tried to force these players. The NFL told them they got five minutes to warm up to get back on the field. But you mad at Skip for telling you what he just what he know? They know the same thing. We got one more game, then we got playoffs. We we where can they fit this game in, Gary? Well, I, I that's something they had to figure that out. No idea. But I don't think that's what any of the players on either team cares about, and that's and, that's the thing and neither the NFL should doesn't, they. And that's the thing the NFL right. doesn't understand. Like they think again, we've said this so many times. They don't care about the players. They really don't. The fact that they said, "Hey, you have five minutes, and then you're going to play," that shows you that they didn't care. But and I think that's the biggest thing that people don't truly understand. Like this is the first time the players had that ability to take that control. And they did. And I love that they did because again, it wasn't about the game. It's about one of their fallen brothers that they wanted to make sure that everything's all right before anything happened. And they weren't doing anything without it. And it's a shame on the NFL for treating that way. But I, I don't, that doesn't surprise me that the NFL did that. It doesn't surprise me one bit because they've done it all the time. And everybody usually backs the NFL. But because it was on, if this was, if this would have happened on a game that wasn't televised, it would have, they would have continued playing. Okay. So Gary, this is, this is a very similar reaction that we got, uh, uh, a few years back when it happened, when, the the Pittsburgh Steelers were playing, it happened on Monday night football. We were all watching and we all knew immediately that it was something bad. Well, with this one, it didn't look as uh, as bad, so we wasn't expecting this particular outcome. So to get this particular outcome from from such a routine hit has really like set people back. Like, yo, we this is really a brutal game. Like, you you never know, and and then you 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 have everybody coming out on the internet through social media sites, uh, making their certain predictions on he had this or. He had that and, you know, all of these cardiologists and all these Internet doctors, they come out of the woodwork and they tell you what they think happened or what could possibly be happened. And they all throw their hats in the rinks and whoever's right, come out and say, I told you so. So it's 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 all it's it's, it's all interesting, just all in itself, Gary, because at the end of the day, we saw um everything that we wanted to see we saw a young man that uh obviously was in need of some uh uh need of help um they didn't have the proper tools in my opinion uh something uh shock his heart something gary like you don't have a, a well i would a, say we don't know if they did or not you didn't we, see we, we, we don't, we don't know. know you're right the they, they cut all, they cut away from all it. speculation they cut away yeah. from it and they, they didn't show anything so again we don't know all the details and you're only going to get the details that the NFL puts out. And that's the unfortunate part. Cause you're not going to get that really what happened unless somebody else that was there talks about it because NFL is going to put whatever they can to save face because the fact that it took them over an hour and like 20 minutes to cancel, to suspend the game for the rest of the night is outrageous to me. Uh, you, you're, you're, you're right. You, you, you are at you. I'm with you 100% Gary, but you still also, they're running a business, Gary. No, They're running. I a, agree. NFL is running a business. And, but again, and my whole thing when we talked about this, because yes, you, we talked right when it happened. I said, if they try to do anything, even if they try to make them play this week, I truly believe the players. Like, hey, we're not playing this week. So you so, can so, do whatever you need to do. We're not playing this week, and then y'all got they have to figure it out because the players have that power right now to do to have that control because they can't make them play or true. find them when they're dealing with something that this tragic that happened to one of their teammates, one of their brothers. They're going to do everything they can to be around him and support him and his family at this moment. They're not caring about football, so they can't like punish them for not wanting to play in the game. You can't force a loss. You can't do that because now that you're going to get huge backlash in the NFL. So NFL just has to let them do whatever they want to do, basically. And this is the first time the players have that power. And they're going to do it because they're going to exercise that by being with their brother because that's what matters. The game Gary, does not matter. Yeah, I'm going to tell you something. And, and I'm going to let you 
take this however you want to take it. This is the most volatile position to be in as a player. And the reason why I say that is, is because you don't know how far is too far where the fans are like, oh, you're taking this too far. This is what I mean by this. I, like you said, everybody want to be with their brother. Everybody, we, we don't know the extent of this young man's injuries. We don't know what the the consequence or the what, what's going to be the end result, right? So because we don't know what the end result is going to be, uh, and neither do anybody else, and the whole entire NFL is on hold because we don't know what the end result is going to be. The what I mean by fans flipping on you is like if that take if that end result takes two weeks, if it takes three weeks, if it takes weeks, people are not willing to wait weeks for results, Gary. Right. It's more of hours and days. And if you take weeks, then they will turn on you because they was like, look, y'all got to get back to work. You got to get back to work. We got to see something like now you're messing with our entertainment. So that's what I'm telling you. Like when 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 Skip said what he said, Gary, he wasn't far off as it relates to this machine that they call the NFL. But now he 100 percent dehumanized all the players that play in the National Football League. The thing is, sure. the problem is. Like people are getting mad at Skip and all that kind of stuff. Fans dehumanize players all the time, doing the same stuff when yeah. they get hurt for fantasy. NFL does it all the time. Like it's a routine thing, and people are getting mad because of the because of how quick he said it. But every other fan that's getting mad, they've done that at some point when a player didn't get points for him in fantasy or got hurt and couldn't play in fantasy. They've done the same thing. They don't care because it didn't. It doesn't. It hurt them. And then that's the thing that Skip is just saying about the NFL. Again, the timing of him saying it was terrible. I shouldn't have said because it it's not. But again, he also did say it was. That doesn't matter. It's about the player. He did say it at the end, but people missed over that. But again, it's not the right time to say that in general. Um, it but, is. But, a, but here, here's the thing, though, Gary. When is the right time, though? I, I've always. I think when you have an update. I, look, I, look. I've always been told, Gary. There's. There's no perfect no, no, timing. No, what I've told. Okay, I thought you were gonna say what I always say. Now, there's no perfect timing to receive bad news. There's no perfect timing. Like mm-hmm. so. So, with that being said, at any time, there's not a right time to talk about it. Or no, I disagree. I would say if once you find out how he's doing, that's yeah. when you can make that comment. I, I, I'm gonna tell you what I mean by that, Gary. I found it very disrespectful. I found it very disrespectful, and I, I I can't make this up. I found it very disrespectful, and I found it very unprofessional that the commentators would continue to talk about, like, what was going on uh, with his health and stuff like that while there was no game being on. Like, my thing is, is, like, if it, I, I understand that you have a job to do. Because at the end of the day, that's what you're getting paid to do. You're getting paid to commentate, analyze this game, and bring uh, what people are seeing to life from an audio standpoint. Well, in the event that it's just something like this happened, which was unprecedented, and I think Booger said it best, and a lot of people don't like him, he was just like, look, what, what we should do is we should just go out there let this young man's family get with you know what I'm saying? Give them the 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 respect that they need because they're obviously going through something. They, this is a this is a lifetime change. This is this is forever. You know what I'm saying? Whatever whatever comes from this, we're gonna have to deal with it because we know for nine or ten minutes he was getting CPR. So we got to deal with whatever comes with this. So it's 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 interesting here. It it, it really is. It's 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 a very interesting situation. I, but I, I felt like they should have just went to commercial break. They should have never came back. But other people, no, I, I think they should have came back and said, "Hey, professional." Everybody well, would have said, "Handle very professional." I think the problem, the problem with that was they didn't have any answer from the NFL. NFL took an hour and something long to give them a response. They can't just go disappear because what? What if the NFL made them play a game? Then they had to be there. So I think that's the reason why they sat there. I, I would put that on the NFL by forcing them to stay there versus on them. And I think you could see it on their faces. They didn't want to be doing that. They didn't want to be talking about that. 
they kept cutting the commercial. They kept there's nothing we can say. We don't have any updates. Uh, we're waiting on new on word. And they just kept doing it over and over. And the NFL just kept pushing it out there because they kept delaying, delaying, delaying. Like that that was uh, it, to me, it, everything falls. So, in so, what you, so what do you do then? So what do you do as a commentator, as an analyst, as you're calling that game and something like that uh, happens, then what do you do? Like, how do well, you, I think after, after how do you continue to be a professional, but also keep in mind that this person has a family that's also watching this television. Well, that's again, that's the thing where I think when you saw them leave the field, you should be thinking right that hey, this is over. Like we're done, it, I'm we're good. And because uh, again, they could have done the same thing. The announcers could be like, hey, this game shouldn't be played no more. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna let the family be. We're done. We're done for the night. This game should be over. They could have done the same thing. They could have got backlash from the, the their things. But they chose to sit there and wait because that's their job. But they could have chose to, to put a stand as well and say, hey, this game shouldn't be played anymore. We're not commentating anymore. Game's over because of this situation. They could have done the same thing, but they chose not to. The coaches and the players chose to, which all credit to them. And right. that's what it's all about is the health of this young man because that's that's the most important thing. The game's secondary. And I don't think the game should be played this week. I don't know how you can try and force them to play this week. Um, when do you play? That, that's because you that's, got another game next week. Correct, and I have no idea. That's something the NFL has to figure that out themselves. That's something that nobody else has to worry about, and that's why they make the money they make. They can figure that stuff out because that's the least important thing. Is next week's game, the fall, the playoffs? None of that's important until we know everything is going with this with this young man. Everything else is secondary until we find out. Because you think the Bills are going to play a game until they know any updates ever? They ain't going to play any games anytime soon until they have an update. There's no way, Gary. Uh, as a there's, player, there's no way. You're it telling be, me if one of you, it could be weeks, Gary. No, you may get an update within a couple of days. But like you're you're telling me they're going to just be willing to? <laughs> oh yeah, we're just going to leave him here. No, they're going to. I guarantee they stay the night there. I bet you they don't fly home. So, so Gary, you're, you're telling me that the NFL right now is waiting on a progress report for him before they put out when they're going to play this game? Yes. They may not be waiting for it. They may try to figure it out. And they may still try to schedule it. But, again, the players have the power to say, we're not playing in a game until we figure Gary, this out. I, I'm, I'm going to show you this mechanism that, that we call the National Football League. So I think it's in the rules that if you get past halftime, you don't have to be reimbursed for your tickets because you've watched half the game or third quarter or something like that. I'm not I'm not quite sure how those those rules read. But what the NFL didn't want to do is all those fans that pay for those tickets that came to that game now would have to be reimbursed uh, from the football game. It was a three to seven game with however much time left on the clock. When you come back to finish this game, is it zero zero? And it's, it's. I think it's, they'll just pick up exactly where it was, if they if they do that anytime soon. I don't know how how they're going to handle it, what they're going to do. But you see what, what I'm talking do? about from a logistical nightmare. Yes. Like that's that's why the NFL was like, hey, y'all got five minutes, and then we're going back to play. Which again, was a wrong move. Yeah, business wise, they're they're going to do that, and I'm proud of the players. For standing up and holding their and the coaches holding their ground and saying no, we're not playing. But but I, I I'm asking you as a fan, Gary, as a fan, not as a player, and and th- th- I just want you to answer this, not as a player, as a fan. How long as a fan are you okay with them standing their ground? Take the take the player out of you. I'm mm-hmm. okay with them as a player. I'm okay with them standing their ground for the rest of their life. I, I'm okay with that. But I'm saying as a fan that has never played the game, how long is it's just, it before? It's going to be a week. The, the you, fans you aren't what I'm even, That's what the I'm saying. It's going to be two days because the fans, again, we have showed multiple times, fans care for a little bit, but then they don't when it comes time when they start missing things. Right. And and that that's all I'm saying. I, I, I'm saying that. So, so my question to you is if the Bills and Bengals both get together and they say, hey, we're not going to play – this week, as as the NFL, what do you tell them or do to them? 
Can you punish him? What what, do you, uh, what what's your recourse of action? Because you can't punish him because you know the backlash you'll get from everybody else for doing that. And then if you if they do that, how do you figure out how they get two games Gary, in before the playoffs start? Get so so this is what's insane, Gary. With the AFC playoff picture, bro, this is like this is huge. This this game in general, the Bengals versus the Buffalo Bills. Like it's huge. So I, I I'm talking about from the NFL standpoint. I'm not talking about from a player standpoint. I'm not talking about from a human standpoint. I'm talking about from the business of the NFL standpoint. If you give me five minutes and you go in and you play this game, the players wanted to do it for him. This is how you spin it. The players want to do it for him. And the players probably had no idea. But because they saw what we didn't see. Let us know that like it was way it was it wasn't as good as we thought it was. You see what I'm saying? So it had to be something really, really bad for the players to be like for the for the players to tell the coach like, hey, bro, we ain't playing. We ain't playing, Gary. We are not playing. And for the world to understand why, and for the world to get behind you, whether it's Twitter, whether it's it's Instagram, whether it's TikTok, whatever source of streaming service you everybody was for this game to be postponed everybody but, but the nfl right because they don't everybody that was calling for this postponement don't have to pl- post make those plans correct to, to get this game played and the 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 possible outcomes from this particular game and i'm telling you right now gary It'll be better if they started this game off 0-0 from a fresh game than starting it off 7-3, whatever time they had left on it, and finish this game because now it's a completely different ball game, Gary. No, I agree, but you didn't answer my question. What was your question? If the if the players, the two teams get together and say, hey, we're not going to play this week, how do you handle that as the NFL? You can't punish them. If you do, you're going to get so much backlash – so how do you handle it? So you handle it like this, Gary. And 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 you may not be excited about what I do. What you do is is you give them both. Uh so what are they? 11 for I think the the uh just escaped me just then. Um One's the 11. Bengals, they're both 11, they're the same record. Both 11 are uh 12 and 4. 12 and 4. Well, one of them's 11 and 5 and one of them 12 and 4. So one's 11 and five, one of them 12 and four. What you do is, is you give them both a tie. Yeah. You give them both a tie, and whatever those ramifications happen after that is whatever happened after that because the tie doesn't hurt or help any one of them in terms of uh, of how you – so now you don't have to play the game. Gary. Technically, it does hurt. Well, it does, but I'm saying because, you give them a tie. Because right now – no, right now the Bills have the one, one – I think they have the one seat over Kansas City because the the game against each other. And if they went out, they get the one seed. If they tied, they would lose the one seed to the Chiefs. So it does have playoff implications. Oh, yeah, it does. And, so then, and, and then Cincy, if Cincy won out and Kansas City lost next week, Cincy would be the one seed. Oh, so that's – There's three – all three of these those teams are vying for the one seed. Wow. Yeah, that's uh... – So – I don't know how they handle. I don't. I don't care how they handle. I just know the players had that power to do what they think is best for them. Don't let the NFL pressure you. Don't do anything you're not comfortable doing. Hold your ground. Do what you need to do, and don't worry about the backlash from the NFL. Who cares? Because that's not the most. Football's not important right now. The most important is is this young man. Right. Right. So. Yeah. Uh, I think that's that's really it. That hopefully we'll get an update soon tonight, and uh, we'll have some good news tomorrow. Hopefully, yeah, I hope we we definitely have some uh, great news for this young man. Uh, I think that the last update that we got that uh, I think they had put him in a induced coma. Uh, to his vitals are back to normal, but we'll 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 continue to monitor this. I just know that nine to ten minutes CPR gear is not good because, I mean. There's no oxygen flow or no to your head or to your brain cells. So 
you know, for nine to ten minutes. I, I'm I'm hoping that it was that you know this this young man pulls through this and he's back playing football as if this doesn't happen. Yeah, I agree. I'm right there yeah. with you. Uh, we'll all be thinking about him tonight and his family, and we're hoping yeah. for the best. Yeah. Well, that's all, and uh, we'll see you next week. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to 